For the New York State AFL-CIO, I'm Darcy Wells, and this is Union Strong. For the past 20 years, the New York State AFL-CIO, partnering with the Cornell Union Leadership Institute, ULE, has been helping labor leaders advance the rights of working people. The program at ULE provides union leaders and prospective leaders with the tools needed to build on inclusion and solidarity. It's described as an intensive one-year training program for current union and worker leaders and top staff. Hundreds of union leaders and staff have successfully completed the program. In a moment, we're going to hear from someone who went through the program. But first, we want to share some news from the New York State AFL-CIO on a new scholarship scholarship that is available for applicants of the Union Leadership Institute. And joining me to talk about the scholarship and how it came about is the Secretary Treasurer of the New York State AFL-CIO, Terry Melvin. Terry, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Darcy, for uh, having me here today. Um, I just wanted to take a few minutes to talk about this uh, great opportunity uh, that we've been able to put together with our lead uh, scholarship. Uh, Last year, when we were going through this great uh, unrest in the country, uh, myself and uh, President Salanto uh, got together and and we really looked at the fact that the New York State AFL-CIO is uniquely positioned based on our diversity, our size and our strength to be a forum for frank and honest dialogue on the issues that was going on within our country and within our movement. And, and we thought that it opened up a real a vehicle for a real meaningful change to make our society more equitable and just for New Yorkers of color. Uh, the Federation is committed to longstanding and a continuing program, although we knew the need for action was immediate. And one of the things that we were looking at is not just looking at outside of the movement, Darcy, but the task force that has been put together a social justice task force, we're looking internally at our own movement. We're looking at where we have opportunity to bring young, diverse voices into leadership within our own movement. And we thought this was a great opportunity since we've had a longstanding uh, relationship with Cornell University. We thought it was a great opportunity for the uh, New York State AFL-CIO to sponsor uh, two uh, individuals, to give two scholarships, to go through this program where we can reach a young, diverse, Uh, uh, union members, rank and file members out here to give them the skills to be able to help uh, come up in leadership within their movement, within their union and within the movement, and also help us as they go through the program to and come out of the program to be the bridge that we need to really uh, inculcate our movement with young and diverse leaders. So that is the reason why we came and we we started the, the scholarship program. Uh, we're looking to, as the years go on, to be able to expand it to go beyond two, but we're starting with two scholarships uh, at this time. 
Well, that's fantastic. And I know I should point out LEAD, and it stands for Leadership, Equity, and Development. And um, as you say, Terry, two opportunities for someone. So, um, And we're going to talk about it later in the program on how people can apply after we discuss the program itself. So thank you for that explanation, Terry. I appreciate it. And thanks for taking the time to explain the scholarship. All right. You guys have a great day. To learn more about the Union Leadership Institute at Cornell, I've asked Barbara Terralong to be a guest on the podcast. And Barbara's the Director of Field Operations at District Council 37, D.C. 37's largest public employee union in New York City, with 150,000 members in more than 1,000 job titles and 62 active locals. So, Barbara, welcome and thank you for joining me today. Thank you for asking me. I wanted to give um, an overview first of the members of DC 37 for people not familiar with your union. Can you break that down for us a little bit? What are the, some of the jobs that your members do in New York City? Well, our, our members um, do practically every single job title in the city. We cover every single part of work life in New York City to make the city run. Barbara, I invited you on the podcast to help our listeners understand what the Union Leadership Institute is. Uh, what's it all about? And I know that you went through the program recently. Yes. When did you well, go through the program? I graduated in 2019. I was the class, um, and you know, every class that graduates through the program always believes that they are the best class ever, and <laughs> we have this competition. And I can tell you that 2019 graduates was was the best class ever. Okay, so it was very good. I don't, I don't doubt it for a second. So let me ask you this: So did you do it? What did you have to do this online because of um, COVID? No, we actually had, um, my class actually went physically for the entire year and we, this was pre-COVID. Um, so the class of 2020 probably had to do something a little different than we had to. So we were, you know, we were, you know, physically all together through the entire year. Right. Okay. I'm getting my years mixed up. So 2019, you would have been okay. Okay, good. So can you walk us through your experience? You know, what, what were you expecting when you started the program? And talk a little bit about what you found once you got into the program. What was it like? Well, for me, um, I'll say that I am probably one of the oldest um, members of the class of 2019, and I was terrified. I was terrified because I didn't know what I was walking into. I didn't know if I could actually, um, you know, how I would do amongst probably a, a younger generation of workers and and uh, leaders. And if I actually knew anything, I wasn't sure. I was very, I was very much on um, unsure of myself going into the class. I can tell you that um, I found many, many friends. If not all of them are my friends, and we maintain our friendship. We talk. We have our own online chat. Um, and they're all leaders in different walks of life, and they've been able to assist me every day through what I do. And my class is constantly in my mind about everything that I do. And during the class, I got promoted to the field ops director. And 
I know that everything that I learned in ULI was just helped me move to the next place. So I'm so thankful for everything I learned. Well, that was really honest answer of you to, you know, say and admit that you, it sounds like you were a little intimidated and you said unsure going in, you know, and I can understand that when you've got a few years under your belt out out in the workforce and and now you're wondering, you know, how is this going to work with a a younger group of uh, other folks? So talk to me a little bit about that. Um, And you, were you living then right on the campus and with this group of people throughout the program? Well, what happened was we all, for the whole entire year, we had to go through different locations to meet up. So we would go to one of the locations we went to. We went up to Ithaca on our first, on our first class. This was our first meet and greet. And we actually got an opportunity to meet the graduating class. So that was the graduating class of 2018. Mm-hmm. So what was really good about that is that You know, we had an opportunity to see that group and see them finishing up because everybody going into the program has to do a project in order to graduate. And we got an opportunity to see their projects, see how they did. It was fascinating. And again, other leaders from uh, different unions all throughout the city, uh, upstate, downstate, and it was just, uh, it was a really good thing. So we had different locations where we met up we all had to be at during the year. Our first um, place was at Ithaca. I know that we had to do, um, um, I think it was Silver Springs we came together, and we did it in Albany, and we did two downtown in New York City, and uh, finished up back in Ithaca to graduate. And um, so just, um, so we were together for an entire year together, but and each year, each each time we had to meet, which I believe was every two months, and we all had work to do during those two months, and we met back at the next place. So it was very organized on what we had to do. Uh, our workshops, our training was just excellent, and the people they brought in to speak to us, excellent. You know, and I can see how you can be maybe representing members in one sector of the labor movement and have you understand the other sectors, but actually meeting the people from those sectors and the different unions and what they're up against and the challenges they face. That that must have been very valuable to you. Absolutely. Um, one of the things that um, happened to me, which was fantastic, was that um, my, you know, this is now our first class. I knew I didn't know anyone, but um, Jean Carroll, one of the uh, instructors or professors or the co-chair for this this program, he asked me if I could bring up two other participants in the program, which I did not know. But when I tell you, it was the greatest light up to Ithaca with these two young ladies. One of them being from a whole different um, uh, union type atmosphere and. Her name was Allison, and she was um, the kind of the director of organizing or putting it together for the nanny. Mm-hmm. Now, I could not fathom how did you organize or how did you represent nanny. When I tell you I got such an education on what goes on with those members who work in people's homes and how you have to do a contract with people that are in, you know, with one or two people. And here I am coming from this large organization and seeing how fabulous they were in their jobs in terms of techniques, in terms of how you bring, you know, a household, because I didn't think that 
the the person that hired a nanny was actually the employer. I didn't look at it from that perspective. Mm -hmm. So she gave me a whole new perspective on how to to how they work. So it was a whole new group of workers that I knew nothing about, immigrant workers who did not have rights and didn't have the right to organize. It's just amazing. So I got such a vast in my rise. So we became uh, riders together every time <laughs> we had to go somewhere different. So it was just, um, and every time I went up and then as we met friends, then my ride up would be with, with additional um, um, my colleagues and then coming back. To this so I learned about different unions, our blue collar group, our skilled trades, um, uh, men and women, I had no idea about, you know, what the skill trades did in our MTA group. And again, a wealth of knowledge. Um, and I learned so much about their industries that it was, again, if I need anything, I need clarification, I can reach out to the different unions and, and ask. And uh, our skill trades, just phenomenal. And again, appreciation for a different type of work and what they have to go through. So it was really, really good. That's really interesting. So here you have representatives from the public sector, private sector, and building trades, and you're learning stuff just in the car ride going to the to the meetings. So what, yeah. what other skills did you learn um, that you think helped you in more of a leadership role that you um, have undertaken at DC 37? Well, it also, you know, as crazy as this might sound, but I also know, learned a lot about diversity. Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, we touched on a lot of diversity in, in our ranks and sometimes that, you know, being inclusive of all the different communities that we have within our own rank and file members. Um, so I learned a lot about diversity. I learned how that, you know, we have to make everybody feel included. And sometimes it's not our intention to exclude anybody, but sometimes we just don't know the right word, the right thing mm -hmm. um, to how to attract those who, who are in a different community. So it was very um, enlightening in terms of um, how we bring other people into our community. And also, um, I think that, you know, in terms of my role, I've, I've learned how collaboration is so important. Mm -hmm. I've learned that, you know, to, to reach out um, to other departments and to include, you know, you don't have to be this one person show. You can include all, and it just makes it so much, it makes it so much better when you include other people in what you do. And I think that sometimes, I think we have to do it alone, but we don't. Um, so it's taught me you know, also the importance of relationships. I always knew it, but it really drove it home how important that is. Um, there was so much, you know, I, I learned so much about people. Um, uh, it was, and again, at the end of all of this, all this learning, and well, that was, it was just, and all the things because it helps me every day with doing the job I have to do in representing members, um, having a staff that, that feels supported and understanding that I am there for them and to be inclusive of all people. 
So is there somebody that you can see as like an ideal candidate for a program like this? If you were trying to say to people, you know, gee, it's something you should consider. Is it, is it, do you think it's meant for a leader who can sharpen those skills or someone wanting to get in leadership or, you know, who would, who would come to mind? Um, there are several people that I think, and I think that the program is so informative. Like I said, I walked into the program being very unsure of myself, not knowing, you know, if I would fit here or not fit here. I think that is, you know, it's a program for everybody that somebody you think is an activist who has the ability to lead or wants to lead. I think that it gives them the confidence and the understanding of what is needed by the leader. Because I think that you, um, the program itself is about developing leaders mm-hmm. in this changing world and amongst the different unions. So I think that if you see a leader, don't have to be in leadership at this time. But I do think it's helpful. I do think it's helpful. I think that every leader should go through the program. I had the opportunity to be at a table with different, you know, uh, leaders uh, from the president of 237, different local leaders who are presidents of their union. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we introduced ourselves, it was funny how we all introduced ourselves as graduates of you. It was just the Yuli. It was just fantastic. I'm the year of so-and-so. And and every leader at my table was a graduate, and it wasn't a Yuli thing. (laughs) We were all graduates of Yuli. And I think that it's so important that Every leader, if you have the opportunity to go through, you really should go through it. It's just a fantastic program. I'm very excited. You know, if I had, if I could, I definitely would send a few people from DC 37 to participate in the program because I think it's so invaluable to folks. It's just been amazing for me. And it sounds like you've really built some friendships um, along the way, too. And it's got to be nice to be able to have those folks to reach out to just to, you know, kind of go over some things that you might be dealing with, you know, in your own job. Yes, it is. And and again, like I said, we have a chat from our 2019 group mm-hmm. and we stay in touch, you know, um, and, 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 and folks, we do put things in the chat that we're, we're you know, going through and, and to hear from the rest of the group what they're thinking. And, you know, and, and picking up the phone, I will pick up the phone and call one of my colleagues from Uli, my friends from Uli, and I'm in constant touch. And it's important. And, and we all want to, you know, unfortunately it's COVID right now, but if it wasn't, we were planning to get together mm-hmm. and we do that. So I'm, I have built friendships with Uli, um, and they will be life, lifelong friends, but also, I can also know that I can call them and depend on them to come through for me. And that's that's tremendous in this day. Well, Barbara, I want to thank you very much for sharing your own personal experience um, with us. It's very interesting. Um, I'm I'm learning more about the program myself, so I really appreciate it. Uh, Barbara Terralong, the field uh, director of field operations for DC 37. Thank you very much for joining me on the Union Strong podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Have a great day. Thanks. podcast is our digital director, Kevin Eitzman, who's also the editor of the Union Strong podcast. And Kevin, I know you went through the leadership program yourself. How long ago was that? 
I was in the best class ever to come out of Yuli. <laughs> now, hold on a second. Uh, tw- Barbara just explained 2019 was the best class. So it, it is an ongoing thing where we, we all compete to be the best. <laughs> uh, I was great. in, I was from the 2016 class. Um, and, you know, it, it's just, it's a very, you go in not quite sure what it's going to be. And, mm-hmm. and you make these an emotional connections because you're spending a lot of time with people mm-hmm. uh, and other leaders, you know, who are, who are going through similar things. And so every class thinks it's the best. 2016 was the best. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Barbara doesn't get the last word on that. Um, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of it, too, was just the benefit of listening, listening to other people and their experiences. I mean, she told the whole story about organizing nannies and never have, having been exposed to that and what she got from that. That's really valuable stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the the diversity. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we had, uh, you know, not just in, in race and gender, but in um, field that you're working in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it's great to be able to uh, interact with with so many different people. And and you know the thing that uh, you know I don't think she really touched on what, uh, a lot, but is important is this is time you're spending away from your family. You're doing this on mm-hmm. weekends. You know when when people are home and and they're doing their own activities. Um, you know, these people are volunteering to uh, give up their their time to get educated on representing members and and uh, you know be away from their home and their family to do it. So yeah, there is definitely a bonding, and there there's also a lot of uh, knowledge and and um, education that you get from case studies and learning from experts and having different people come in. Wow. I can't. I can't speak highly enough. I know Barbara was talking highly enough about it. I'm the same way. Yeah, it really <laughs> sounds like it's an incredible program. So, it's a very, very good program. So, how can people get an application for the New York State AFL CIO Lead Scholarship? And can you explain that application process? Yeah. So you can go to nysaflcio.org/lead. Uh, we have the application to fill out online. And uh, at the same time, you'll be filling out an application for the uh, Cornell Union Leadership Institute because, you know, just like if you got a scholarship to Harvard, but Harvard didn't accept you, um, you know, you wouldn't be able to go. Right. right. So you, you scholarship. To, right. Right. So you've got to fill out the scholarship to uh, fill out the, the scholarship application for the union lead, uh, which we will pay for uh, you to go to the program. And then the program uh, has to accept you as well. So you have to fill out the ULE, um Union Leadership Institute uh, application. And that's on the same page, same form. We make it as easy as possible to do both. Okay. And that, that uh, you know, scholarship is really an amazing opportunity to, to get some folks who maybe haven't been exposed to it before mm-hmm. uh, to get them into the program. So and what's, really looking what's forward the, to, to having more people come in. What's the deadline? The deadline is February 25th um, because the first class is in April. So we want to make sure we have all the applicants in uh, and be able to, we're not going to actually pick uh, the the lead scholarship winners. That's going to be Cornell doing that themselves. Mm -hmm. We want to give them plenty of time to look them over and, and get the right candidates. Oh, that's great. And I know the class schedule for 2021, they're going to start out in April virtual and, you know, see how they can go from there. So everything will be done safely. And again, mm-hmm. Kevin, right on our website, we have that information. Yep. NYSAFLCIO.org slash lead. We've also put it up on Facebook and we'll be getting it out to as, uh, you know, as many people as possible. 
follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Hit us up with a message and we'll give you all the information you need. And we've even got the uh, app out there, the Union Strong app. I'm sure that uh, you're spreading the word is there as well. So, Absolutely. All right, great. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Union Strong podcast. If you like what you're hearing, you can subscribe and give us a rating. This has been a production of the New York State AFL-CIO. Our president is Mario Salento. Our secretary treasurer is Terry Melvin. We're a federation of 3,000 unions representing 2.5 million union members, retirees, and their families with one goal, to raise the standard of living and quality of life of all working people. We keep New York State unions strong by fighting for better wages, better benefits, and better working conditions. For more information on the labor movement in New York, visit nysaflcio.org. Until next time, stay union and stay strong.